You are listening to Timeless Teachings with Jana Frey. Here we build heart-to-heart connections with teachers, leaders, experts, and influencers to learn about consciousness, human potential, and happiness in daily life. We have no rules and no scripted conversations. Hello and welcome to another episode of Timeless Teachings podcast, where we have conversations from experts all over the world about human advancement, consciousness, self-mastery. Today, we have a very interesting guest with us. Her name is Natalie Collar-Lepetier, and she is from (laughs) France originally, and Natalie and I met in Singapore. This is where she has been living and working for a while right now. And Natalie describes herself, or actually I describe her this way, as a person who is exploring and seeking truth and understands also quantum fields and quantum realities. She's also an author and a businesswoman, and she works with a lot of business leaders in the corporate, helping them to align their mind and their heart, and particularly learning how to lead from the future with the heart. Now, if you're wondering, what is that? And how do we do this? And what are we talking about here? So this is exactly what we're going to explain. So Natalie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Diana. And uh, I'm really honored to be participating in your fantastic, fantastic program. And I'm sure we will have a very interesting conversation. For our yes. audience who is listening to us, yes, we want to say that today we're going to engage and stimulate your both your left and your right brain. So yes. to make sure exactly. that we look at the concept holistically. And Natalia, yes. your book, because I find... It just tells so much about who you are and the work you do, and most importantly, the message that you are sharing with the world. So the exact name of the book is Quantum Heart, A Guide to Lead from the Future. Before we dive into the depths, let's set some foundation. When Mm -hmm. we say the word heart, I think people understand. It is beating, it is physical, so it is something very tangible and people know they have it. Yes, many people understand the, the, the heart is a, as a physical abilities, of course, and is a, like the master of our body in a sense that it's guiding all the other organs. It brings life to all the other organs and help to regulate how the body uh, functions. But the heart has so many other dimensions. And the heart is like the seat of our soul and the only point in our body where we can be in touch with eternity. Mm. Because the heart is not only a physical organ, but it's as well a spiritual energetic the heart has so many layers is really multi-dimensional and so this is important to understand that to then shift to quantum because and this is how i start my book with i am bringing back the knowledge of ancient civilization for example and i start my book with the egyptian they were keeping the heart and throwing away the brain when they were mummifying the body and the Egyptians knew what they were doing. And they are not the only civilization to, to think really and to consider the heart as the master. And our journey together to, uh, today is to 
bring back that knowledge and be able to have brain and heart functioning in sync, but with the heart leading the way. I love that. Uh, yeah, it's really important to introduce the heart in all these aspects before mentioning the quantum quantum world, because quantum heart, quantum feet, all of that is described by science, and there is a lot of documentation, and we are going to go even further in what we discover about the quantum possibility. And why I choose this word because I could have I could have chosen sacred heart or, but quantum is what describes in a scientific way what ancient civilization have always known, like it's the the science that is helping us understand today what has always been known by humanity. We have just forgotten. So what is important to understand is that this is another dimension of space-time. This is a dimension where everything is interconnected, entangled, and there is instant manifestation, instant realization, instant understanding, because um, time and space do not function in a linear way. Completely mm -hmm. different approach. And there is a lot of scientific research on that subject, but one which is really interesting is the work of Erwin Laszlo, who wrote about the so Akashic field, which is another way of describing the quantum field mm -hmm. or the field of information. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really it has been known for eons, and in the Indian understanding of the world, they had the Akashic records. For them, there is no question of existence; it's real. So it's just uh, another understanding of reality, another way to look at reality. It's another level of consciousness. It's, it all starts with us. And this is why I wrote about our quantum heart. And I wanted to strengthen the fact that we are multidimensional. We have, we have access to so many layers of reality. And the journey today and the challenge of humanity today is to really embrace that ability to function with a very analytical, rational approach, but at the same time in sync with an intuit and embracing and perceiving ability. So both in sync. So right now when we were describing the quantum heart, so there's a lot about non-visible and metaphysical yes. quantum field around us. But I think yes. what is very important for our audience to know that you actually also have a very solid business background. That perhaps when yeah. people look at you today, they might not guess yes. it, especially yeah. given the, the work that you do. But you're actually able yes. to do the work that you are doing because you have years and years of experience in the corporate world. So can you just yes. give us like a little bit of information about this so we all understand and have a better understanding of you as a human being? 
Yes, I started my working life in a very corporate business environment. I have always been a, the, the good student, the good girl, and always aiming for the first place. And I was very competitive and very successful and working with a, a big global corporates. But in that, I completely... Uh, forgot and shut down all my intuitive abilities. I really was trying hard to cope with the system. And sometimes we, when you are trying too hard to cope with a system that is not uh, ecologic for you, at one point, something happens. Your body sends messages. And this is why today, in the corporate environment, we see a lot of depression, a lot of burnout because we have reached a point when where we went too far in the controlling and trying to push and control everything right now we are facing a challenge a big challenge is the question of how can we thrive but at the same time, honor the planet Earth that is hosting us. And this is why we see all these uh, this, uh, debates about sustainability and even regenerative business. And this is coming big because it's a consciousness call for us. Now we can't ignore that we are living on a uh, living environment and we are very in, connected to earth and the the way we approach business today can't be the same we cannot use all the resources of the planet without giving back because life is is a, a dynamic dynamic system giving receiving giving and receiving and by only uh, taking we don't honor life. And if we don't honor life, we, we shut down this prog cycle. And it's very important today, even in corporate environment, to understand that, to strive. Everybody and everything needs to strive. To come back to my background, I saw I was in the corporate world very successful, but then I had a health issue and I had to question everything. And I took a step step back and I started to work on myself and to question why and I went deep because the question ended up with why I am on earth what is the meaning of life and how can I contribute and on this way I, I could address many layers of myself and many disbelief maybe many blockages, many wrong beliefs. So I could access the core of my being and be able to take decisions and to lead my life from the core of my being, from who I am really with pure intention and intention to do good. Because at the end, when we live this life, what do we leave behind? What, what's, what is our testimonial for us. So what is important is how we can engage to help others. Connection is the most important and our connection between all is the most important. 
what we can give to the other. And at the end of the day, it's not money that is making us happy. It's uh, a big smile, it's sparkling eyes, it's um, how we can help another being. Being it in business environment or in our um, personal life, it's, it's the same. We are all here to create together. And this is why today in the corporate world, we need really to introduce like this, this creativity, this ability. Each of us is a genius. If we are in touch with our true essence, with who we are, and if we can express our creative potential. Because today, facing all the collapses and, and change in all, all straight up, all area of the economic, social, political, everything uh, has to be reinvented. But, and this is where the future is very important because today the, we cannot create new solution by only projecting from the past. Here's my, if we create only from the past and from our learning experience from the past, great. We will find new solution. But it won't be enough. Today, we need to be super innovative. And the only way is to create as well from the future. Beautiful. Yes, Natalie, <laughs> beautiful. And as we are coming to this, we'll have a question. How do I do that? So when we yes. talk about creating from the future yes. and using the quantum heart, yeah. maybe you could give us a few examples for someone who would love to make decisions from the future. Yes. Both at work, maybe at home and their life. Give us some tools. <laughs> First of all, is if we can access the past, we can access the future. We are like antenna, always in connection with the field, the quantum field, the field of information. We are receiving and emitting. And living from the future, learning from the future, creating from the future. It's just, it's just focusing the antenna we are on a di different direction and on another layer of the field. Today, there is a lot of literature about mind and how to create in the quantum field with the mind because the mind is very powerful and can create anything. The only problem, if we only address the mind and create from the mind, is that we are not sure we go in the correct direction. Hence, today, this big debate of how do we cope with AI? And instead of uh, being pro or against, the thing is that, okay, embrace it and create with it. And but in a very aligned way. And when I mean aligned is body, mind and heart. But with the heart at the center, the heart leading the way. This is very important. Otherwise, we go in a direction that is probably not sustainable and not regenerative for Earth and for humanity. How to do that? And just especially, yes. I want to add here, when we talk 
mind, heart, body alignment. It's a huge topic. And I think everyone would love to learn and understand how to do that. I think people understand leading from the heart, but they don't always know how do you align your mind and your body with this. Exactly. You were asking me of, of tools and how to do that. The easiest, quickest, safest way is to connect to nature, to earth. This is the easiest way. Put your bare feet on the ground, in the grass, look at the trees, look at all what is alive around us. And there is a science beyond heat. It, it just, it's not just uh, a piece of advice. Like that. There is a whole science behind it. And I developed that in my book. It's a question of frequency and vibration. Is nature is alive. The frequency trees and animals, birds are emitting is high and so by engaging with nature but not being on our phone or thinking our body mind and heart immediately align to a higher vibration it's it's automatic and it's interesting because you can refer to the heart institute which i in i mentioned in my book because they have done a huge research on how the heart is the most powerful organ of uh, our body and how the heart can help us shift within and be in sync with with our environment, with nature. We are, at the end, we are vibration, we are information, our body, we see the material body, but we are so much more than that. And so it's interesting because when you realize that, then you understand that if you engage with the, the living environment, then the, there is a shift, an inner shift, an inner shift. Peace is coming immediately. So the first thing is, will be really to engage with nature. The second thing would be to synchronize the brain and the heart. This is very easy to do. It's just by focusing on the breath and having the breath really go in the center of our heart and then bringing back uplifting positive emotions, bringing them back. Because when we shift the focus, from the brain, the mind, our thoughts, our feelings, to the body, to the heart, to the place within. After a while, there is a sense of peace that is settling in. It's just taking the time to really focus. And from all the years working with, uh, with people, it's, it's incredible because just by Closing your eyes, focusing on the breath, and coming to your center, something happens. You shift in a different state of consciousness. Why? Because we are so used to be engaged 
in the world and in the doing, in the doing, in the deciding, in the coping with the whole what is happening. So when we close the eye, shift the focus on the breath and then go to the heart, immediately something happens. Something happens. We change really our biology. We change everything. It's, it's really easy to do and very simple, very quick. So that let's demonstrate it. Let's maybe exactly just take, yes. Let's maybe just take two, three minutes of time. So for also exactly. our audience who is listening yes. and watching yes, this conversation, pleasure, yeah. let's of do course. that. Let's do this. So of we course. show it once again so that yes. everyone understands. So the reason why we're doing this and we're bringing this attention into their heart. Yes. Did they understand correctly the way you're sharing? It probably, it would be one of the first steps to align heart, exactly. mind, and body. So let's do the first step. Exactly. I am I, I'm very pleased that you ask, Anna, because usually I start always with that when I uh, talk, but we did it a different way. So I'm going to uh, just demonstrate. So um, I invite you to close your eyes and bring the focus to your breath. Inhale, exhale, and just release all the tensions, the fear, the blockages. And inhale again, exhale, inhale, and just let your breath go down into your chest, to your heart, the center of your heart. Exhale and relieve the tensions. You can even place your hands on your heart. And there, imagine a beautiful rose in the center of your heart. And with every breath, the rose is opening up even more. And now, bring back a beautiful image of yourself, very happy, very peaceful, and place this image in the center of your heart. Observe the beautiful emotions of joy, love, serenity, spreading from your heart, Everywhere in your body, starting from your brain, face, and from there to your whole body. Feel each and every cell of your body vibrating with this beautiful emotion. And then bring back the focus to your breath and let it move slowly down your body, down, down, down. To your feet and feel your feet solid on the ground, very grounded. Feel your roots under your feet, feet, feel your connection to earth and observe this new alignment. Your body, your mind, your heart working in sync. Take another breath and slowly open your eyes. Beautiful. With this, you guided people into their heart space and very deep physical presence. And yes, that's the first step when we're talking about the heart, mind, and body alignment. Exactly. So how do we bring mind into this? When we make decisions, right? So now yeah. that we are very embodied in our yes. heart. It's now that we are 
embodied and really aligned, this is very easy. When you have a decision to make, if it's fully aligned, it will be super quick, it will come fast, and it won't be questionable. Okay. And then, so this is a creative mind working or intuitive mind. And then you take that and you see how you can include it in your scope in a sense that you don't need, we have this weird relationship with time. We are very impatient and we are very dependent of time. And actually in my book, there is two chapters about time because you can have this this instant knowing, this intuition, this but the thing is that when the brain comes back into into the play, then we want to do it now, we want to want to achieve, we want to push it forward. Instead of letting it unfold in its own time. It's a complete shift. Uh, it's a different way of working. It's okay, I have the insight. This is giving me a direction, a new disruptive direction. But now, okay, I take my decision knowing that this is the vision I had. This is a vision. This is an inspiration. And I take my decision, rational decision, having that in mind. So it's really playing with both and not completely disregarding all what was done before. No. We need to include the past and the experience and all we have been before in the scope. But having this vision in mind and then play with time. Because actually, and this is a very important subject, is when you are aware of the quantum field, the information field, and life, I would say, to make it easier, life informing you. So you lead from your heart. Okay, you have this inspiration. Okay, so then what do you do with that? Is that you allow life to play and surprise you with new encounters, new possibilities, connection, new connections that you you would never have made before. Because once you have this vision, you have a new uh, way of looking at reality, at your environment, at people you meet, and somebody you would have met before, for example, that you would have been like, it, it's, it, it was not relevant, but suddenly because you have this vision, you are like, oh, this is weird, because it's somewhere, I feel, it has to do with uh, what I saw. The thing is to to play with life. And this is something I wanted to really send is that we hear a lot of, there is a lot of literacy about creating the future. Okay, creating mm -hmm. the future. But creating the future comes from a place of will inside us. We want to create the future. Okay. But it's a fully different posture to be here and there, very present, feel that you are 
here to serve something bigger than you, here to serve and to let and the field and the future inform you. It's completely different. It doesn't come from a place of will. It comes from a place of, of being in a giving, receiving dynamic. It's completely different. It's coming from the heart space. It's really like a, of giving, honoring, and uh, wanting to be part of something uh, bigger. And when we uh, do that, so when we uh, connect to our heart and we brought mind and we understood yes. our decision and allow yes. the life to talk to us and give us signs and guide us, the body, right? So we said it's also important to build or to bring your physical body along. So how yes. do we make sure that body is aligned with where we had Yes. Yeah. And it's very important. The body is our temple. That it's really uh, our tool to engage with life and to honor life. And so the body is the most important. And it starts with the body because the mind, uh, there is a, a a lot of speed and, and it's yeah, accelerating us. Whereas the body is giving us the rhythm. The body knows before the mind knows. Our body is functioning in sync with earth, with the moon, the sun, so many, with everything. Our body as above, so below, this is exactly that, is our body is a reflection of the whole universe. And our body is sending signals, just clue. So like when we have goosebumps, when we have a contraction in the guts, or when we feel a sore throat, all of that is, is signals from our body that it's an invitation to go with it and understand, feel what is happening. Because the body is inviting us to stop sometime when we need to pause and reflect. But it's as well giving us the energy to move forward when we need to engage. And so it's really, the body is super important. And what is happening right now with the speed of change, with all what is happening in the world, with all the fear that that is everywhere in the world our nervous system is very exposed our nervous system is the one that is challenged right now and it's super important to take care of our nervous system otherwise what happens is that we burn the, the we cannot function anymore there, it, there is too much happening and so it's to be centered in the heart is important, but to take care of the body and to take care of the nervous system is super important. And, and this comes with uh, drinking enough, eating a good food, breathing, exercising, and it's much more important than any other task we could do. Because if we do, but we take all our decision and all our action are 
coming from a, a, a place of uh, anxiety, you know, um, and will to achieve. It, it's too much tension on our body. It's too much. We need to slow down. And I'm sure you all experience that. When you walk or when you are really focused in an activity, uh, this is where inspiration comes, inspiration comes, insight comes. It's when we slow down and when we do an activity that we love, that brings joy. Because joy is, is what is a fire that is moving in our body. Joy is fueling the heart. Joy is um, helping us achieve what we want to do. If there is no joy, the results would be poor. So it's really important to engage the body with joyful activities. Uh, just to live. And for example, as parents, just taking time with, with children, because we bring up the kids very often and we have the professional commitment and we forget. But the most important is taking time for our dear ones. And by doing that, joy is activating and this is helping us in all areas of our life. And this is why today the path is to, uh, is to feel whole. So instead of separating, is to bring everything back into balance. We were used in the past to have the professional life, then the personal life, then the social life. Now it's to bring everything to, into wholeness, into oneness, and, and understand that it's always us. We cannot, fragmentation is for our soul. It's very sad. It brings sadness. It brings sorrow. And this is a low vibration. Whereas joy, and if we are feeling whole and being like who we are in all areas of our life, and we don't need to be perfect. We need to be perfectly unperfect. This is it. And the, this book I wrote it because I wanted to give hope and to open to a universe of possibilities. And I want each and every one of us to know that we are responsible. We are responsible for our life. We are responsible for our choices. We are responsible for everything. And we should really question when we give our power to a system, to a belief, to another person. We really, it's the today, it's super important to bring back our power to us. It's a very Natalie, thank you so much. That was such a wonderful conversation. And I'm sure that the audience learned a lot. We, uh, we talk about many things and you dived really deep in, in many things. But fundamentally, again, we were talking about the quantum wisdom and the wisdom of the heart. And how do we align our mind, body, and heart? And you said when we lead from the future with full alignment, but we are leading yes. from the heart. So this is yes. very important. And so I love all your examples and also this the beautiful exercise that I would also encourage our audience to listen again and do it again. And it is also something that you could do as your daily practice. It's wonderful. Let's say when you wake up in the morning before you start your day, you can just yes. listen to this practice and you can do that. It centers you in your heart for the entire day. 
And yeah. I love all your just wisdom and your insights and perceptions about how it's all about unity and we are bringing everything together. And it's important that we know who we are, we are comfortable with who we are, and we have the courage to show up in the world the way we are unapologetically, just the way yes. how you are doing. It is a wonderful example. And I also just want to add here that each person has their own style and their own way of living and life. And when I hear stories of people who spend so many years in the corporate world and then usually yeah. get sick, it is very common, mm -hmm. and then decided to do something else, which would be more like in a holistic realm and in the wellness realm, yeah. I just also want to say it's a little bit like with the money. So money itself are not evil. It is how people deal with that often creates problems. And so yes. the same with the corporate world. The corporate yes. system is not evil. And the society no. needs structure to survive. Otherwise, they're going to yes. be chaos. And yes. this is probably just message to people who are finding themselves right now in a corporate system, you are actually the ones who are the insiders of the system. It means that you are the people who have the highest chance to change it from inside because you are part of it. And especially yeah. if you have like a leadership role and you have a role that influences other people. So that's why it's so important to do this kind of work and understanding. So mm -hmm. when you make decisions which are more aligned with the heart and the future, as Natalie, mm -hmm. you were saying today, then you also bring all people in your company with you. I just find it's like a exactly. very important point that when wherever you are in life, it's perfect. And what we are doing here, that it's important to bring these more tools and alignment and mindfulness and quantum realities so that you can become a better leader. Mike. Thank you. Just I want to add that one person, one person, one leader can change everything because this is the beauty of it, is that the heart, the heart field, the heart energy is so powerful that living with your heart, it can change everything. So it's super important today, super important because the corporate world is super important to create another way of living on, on, on our planet. Yes, and as we say, the power is with the people these days and yes. also with yes. private sector. Right. And private mm. sector is business sector and corporate world often. So people yeah. often tend to place a lot of faith and hopes into the hands of government. It's, it's a little true. bit like looking up to the parents and saying, do something for me. I think it's also mm. time that we all need to grow up. And just as yeah. you said today, realize that it is our responsibility and that we take responsibility for ourselves, for our lives, our families, and our businesses, and our society. Yeah. Then we create yeah. a future which is more inclusive and aligned and uh, welcoming for everyone. So yeah. thank you, thank yes. you, thank you. And thank you. to who is listening to us today, so please, I would strongly recommend to re-listen to the episode again. There were a lot of things here and there that sometimes when we listen for the first time, the mind doesn't mm. fully catch so it's important when we go and listen again. And also, as I always say, I'm a big believer to take actions. So when you listen to the conversation and the action could be outwards or inverse, 
So you can at least start with reflecting what is happening within your life and within your mind, within your heart. And I'm just wishing you an amazing journey on this reflection. Natalie, thank you for being today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Feel free to share this episode with friends, subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel, and follow us on social media. And remember, you are the master of your own life. Thank mm-hmm. you.